Hello, it's Marcy Bullock with Season 2 of your favorite career readiness podcast. Learn tips on personal and professional development. Hear inspiring stories of overcoming obstacles. I devote my life to helping other people figure out what to devote theirs to. This is Marcy Bullock with the most important five Ps. Stay present, trust the process, explore your path, release the pressure valve, and unleash your potential. Welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats. My name is Lauren Boone, and I am here today with Rachel Mastro, a current human capital senior consultant. And she is here to give us a little bit of information on what she learned from college because she was also an NCSU grad. So I think that she has a lot of things to offer and tell us and uh, give us some knowledge. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Lauren. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So I'll go right off with the first question. Uh, So Rachel, did you know what you wanted to do after college? Um, How did you really decide what, where you wanted to go in your career path? Yeah, thanks. Um, Well, one, thanks for having me and yeah, happy to speak to this. So I think um, when I first entered college, I actually wanted to be a teacher and then quickly learned more about finances and decided maybe there was a more lucrative career out there that I could still do some of the things I loved about teaching, um, but I, that I could do in HR. Um, and so I switched, actually, I started going, um, taking more psychology classes, and I really love psychology. And then at the end, kind of married the two together of teaching and psychology, and that's how I got into HR. Um, so my first experience in HR was actually at an internship. I still don't really know how I got this internship, but somehow I got an HR internship, and that was really my first exposure to anything HR-related. Um, and after that, decided it was probably more advantageous to double major. Um, I know a lot of times, like, psychology is hard as a standalone major, um, just because a lot of times you have to do grad school afterwards. And so after um, actually spending time in the career center, like, talking to folks, realized, okay, maybe it's better to add a business major there as well. So that gives me kind of more opportunities after school and doesn't force me to go into a graduate school program. Um, but I... After that, I actually um, got an opportunity to also do a co-op, which I highly, highly recommend. So my co-op was all in leadership um, and learning, and I loved that. Um, So it kind of solidified my desire to do something in HR. Um, I knew I wanted to do something business-related and had a few more internships, um, but all throughout college as well, like not only was I focusing kind of my academic studies in HR-related and business fields, I was also obviously spending a lot of time in internships in those roles, and then also um, involved in a lot of extracurricular activities like SHRM and things like that, where I was meeting more professionals who are now in HR and has like been extremely beneficial. Just like we I just moved back to the Raleigh area, actually, and just being able to catch up with them and like plug back in. And obviously we're all in the kind of the same network now. Um, so it's been, it's been really good. Um, but that's kind of my kind of how I got into HR, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I actually don't hear a lot of people start off with saying, I wanted to do teaching. um, (laughs) And I eventually ended up in HR. But if you think about it, it's a great connection that most people don't make because in HR, that is really what you're doing, teaching and helping other people. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. What is one fear? Everybody loves fears. What's (laughs) one fear that you had when you were entering the workforce? Yeah. I think, so at the current company I support, I think 
when I was going through the interview process, I think everybody was so poised and so <laughs> professional and like just everything they did, I was just like in awe by like how they led meetings. I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to a point like that. Um, and so I think I was definitely had a little bit of, um, you know, just like feeling like, am I going to be able to get to the level that they're at? Um, but I can certainly say after six years of being there, I think I've grown so much in my um, role and just in my, you know, own skill set. I would say though, yeah, I definitely had a, a bad case of like, oh my gosh, am I good enough to be here? <laughs> <laughs> I think every single person that is listening to this, I myself included, feels exactly the same way. I can't, in the first interview that I ever had, I was sweating like buckets. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it went so horribly, but I mean, that's actually really nice to hear from you because you've been, you're in such a successful company and in such a successful role that hearing that from you, that you experience the same thing and you eventually can reach that once you learn is really confidence building to everybody that's probably listening. So yeah, <laughs> I know it puts a smile on my face because I'm trying to imagine myself in six or seven years and I, I can't <laughs> see it right now, but maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Trust me, you will totally get there. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this kind of runs into the next question of what's the largest transition from being a full-time college student to being somebody out in the workforce and trying to figure out what you want to do and trying to climb the ladder. Um, so I guess what's the largest transition that you had um, between being a full-time student and a, and a working woman? Yeah, um, another great question. I would say... I, for some reason, I always think about, like, I think the biggest shock to me when I started working was, like, time. Like, I think you realize how little time you have during the day. Like, I think in college, you had a little bit more, like, you could control your schedule a bit more. Mm -hmm. And when you're working, I mean, although, you know, a lot of times companies are definitely trying to make schedules more flexible and, you know, able to kind of have people working more independently so it's not like a straight nine to five but I mean especially when you're just learning like you're really trying to be present and I think I was just like very shocked by like the nine to five kind of grind if you will I mean it's like you're on at all times where I think in college you got like kind of more ebbs and flows of like you know you're in class for two hours and you got like maybe a 30 minute break and then you were in another class for an hour and then you know walked around with your friends or something like it's very much I think it was much more um, like I was so tired after work. I was like, how am I going to do this for another like 30 years? Um, but luckily, I think once you get into the flow of it, it starts, you know, like anything else just becomes more of your routine. Um, but I would definitely say the time management one. I think you too just start to prioritize your time a little bit differently because you start having less of it. Um, and so I think you really start to like find what you really wear spending time is most important to you and you start really spending more of your time and energy in that after work. Um, I mean, I think for me, I was living on my own. Um, I always had roommates in college, so that was like a changer personally. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think just, yeah, I mean, there's so many things, but I would say like the time when I just remember the first like month just being so tired every day after I came home from work. Yeah, I was like, oh, I have to sit down and then I'm going to go to sleep by like 830. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's me, but for some reason, I do that, and I'm still in college. <laughs> Sleep is a priority. Always prioritize it. But, yeah, I love that. Um, so I guess this is a question more for me rather than the listeners, but um, since I personally am interested in HR, like what sector of HR are you in slash what do you do within the company, if you're comfortable answering that? 
Yeah, certainly. Um, so I would kind of describe myself as probably more of a generalist. I've um, done a lot of different um, kind of HR, human capital related roles. Um, in my current role, I'm in more of a learning role. So I spend all of my time pretty much working with our clients to figure out how um, we can train folks. Um, but I've done a lot of work in change management. So a lot of our clients that we've been supporting are standing up cyber organizations. Um, and with a lot of the things associated with cyber, there's a lot of change management and behaviors that we want employees to change. Um, and that's not always easy. Um, and so I've spent a lot of my time doing change management work. Um, I've also spent a lot of time doing leadership development work, which I really love. Um, and I do a lot of also like talent recruiting work, um, still coming back to campus when I can to recruit more awesome NC State folks. Um, uh, gosh, we've done so many different things. I feel like in the in the role that I've been in and as a human capital consultant, I mean, the number of projects I've been on has just been like, it's, it's crazy how many different roles I've done now. But um, I would say like my favorite roles that I've done have been in learning roles. Like for one of our clients, we developed a whole entire academy um, for new employees and like to really um, help them solidify kind of like what their experience or what they want their experience to be when employees start to work for them. Wow. Um, so kind of going through like that whole life cycle and really understanding like what's the journey of an employee when they first step through the doors or even before they step through the doors, like what's their experience in recruiting? What's their experience first, the first time they walk through the door? What's their experience one weekend? Um, you know, who's reaching out to them? Um, and so I think just um, getting to do all the different roles has like helped me grow a lot in just understanding HR more holistically versus just going in one specific part. Um, and I think that's why like I started gravitating towards consulting to a lot of my um, internships had been in like more learning focused roles, which I still obviously do a lot of. Um, but I think I like being able to do more than just uh, one thing. So it's been nice to get to learn all of those different facets of human capital and HR. Yeah. Do you think that the first maybe internship, co-op, whatever opportunity presented itself to you in HR for the first time, do you think that was a lot more specific? Um, just when you were starting, they had you in a more specific role or was it a more general role? Yeah, I just remember my co-op I did was all in training. And I remember thinking, oh my God, if I only know training, am I only going to be like a facilitator for the rest of my life? Like, how do, I, how do I branch out? And so I remember thinking like, okay, well, let me, you know, get a role where I can get more experiences. I also like, I'm hoping one day maybe I'll become a CHRO. And so I always kind of look at like job descriptions of like CHROs or, yeah. you know, directors of HR. And I'm like, okay, what's what skills do these people have? Like, what do they know that I need to know? And so I've always kind of guided my career that way. And like, okay, how did these people, like what, if, if these companies are recruiting for these roles and they want these things, like how, how do I get my resume to eventually one day look like this? Obviously it's going to take many, many, many years. Um, but hopefully I'm at least acquiring the right things to eventually get there. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Find your goal and then set the steps to get there. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a lot of people my age are doing that right now or figuring out how to do that. So I like yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. What is and when people ask me that I'm like, I'm not done with college. Don't ask me that question. 
Um, what is the most important thing that you learned from your college experience? Doesn't have to be HR related or even job related, but um, I'm interested to hear. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I learned in college was just like how to make connections with people. I think so many times, like especially in college, you, you know, you, you're talking to your teachers, you're talking to your classmates, you're talking to people that you're in extracurricular activities with, you're talking to people you meet, I don't know, at a party, at, like, you know, wherever. And I think being able to like meet people and establish a connection and like carry a conversation will take you very, very, very far <laughs> when you start work. And I think I learned a lot of those things. Um, kind of in college that I was able to utilize in the workplace as I was meeting folks I was working with and as I was kind of establishing my network at my company. Um, it's really helped me like grow a lot of those relationships. And so I think that was something really important. I think other things, I think just, I mean, also like carrying on those relationships. So like, you know, keeping in touch with those folks, like you never know, you know, when you're, when they're going to have an opportunity or when they might be able to, um, connect you with someone I think so many like even when we were moving back to Raleigh actually my husband was looking for a job and so I was reaching out to a lot of the folks being like hey do you know anyone looking for a CPA and you just never know and that was after five years of being in DC so um, I would say like college really helped me kind of solidify those skills on like establishing rapport with people getting to know folks establishing a connection and it'll help you immensely in the workforce. Yeah um, Marcy especially taught me the only thing that can happen that's bad is they say no, that's it. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. So I guess now since everything is virtual and COVID is going on, how are you carrying on those relationships in your job? Um, I've always thought that it would be really difficult for somebody in profession that um, is really about based upon person to person and face to face relationships so is there anything that you're doing, like Zoom meetings or whatever that you're doing to keep those relationships and um, keep that rapport? Yeah, good question. I, um, because we typically travel every week and like go to our client sites and are kind of in person with our clients. So it was definitely a really, really big transition for us. Um, I think good in a lot of ways, because I think it helped, like, I think it, facilitate a lot of those conversations that should have been had probably years and years ago of like, do we truly need to be sending our people every single week on a flight to our client site? Or can we like help them with more work-life balance in terms of like, can they be at home more and still have the same impact to their clients? Um, for me, I think the like Zoom meetings and doing video, I actually think makes a big difference. I think, I mean, I think the video actually helps a lot. Like I think it does help make a connection because I've definitely been on a lot of calls where like the videos aren't on and it's harder to establish a connection with someone. Um, I would say though, like keeping in touch, I mean, anytime something like this happens, it's always a good opportunity to like reach back out to folks and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, you know, are you guys holding up? Okay. Like I think stuff like that kind of gives you like almost an outlet to talk about as well. Um, but I think one of them, and I'm trying to remember which professor this was that told me this, I think one of the, a really good way to keep up relationships when it's someone that like, maybe you don't really talk to like on a monthly basis, but like you want to kind of keep in contact with is like, if you see an article that kind of reminds you of them or that they might be interested in or um, that's relevant to them, like picking that up or if it's New York Times, whatever it is, and like sending that over to them and just being like, hey, I saw this and thought of you and thought of the, you know, XYZ presentation you did on this at one point, or I knew, remember you were part of this. Um, and it just kind of like establishes 
you know, continues that relationship, but not going out of your way, you know, to like schedule 30 minutes every two months or something with them. Um, but kind of like keeps the relationship warm that, you know, if you need a greater conversation or whatever, you can reach out to them without just like going cold for years and then randomly popping up one day being like, Hey, <laughs> remember me? Yeah, that's great advice. I like that. I think it's really important now just to reach out and have people know, like, I'm thinking about you. You don't have to do anything, but just wanted to let you know. Yeah. So since it is a Friday, I'm going to ask you one question um, and then we'll end that. But um, in 2040, what advice would you give yourself at this age? Oh gosh, 2040. So like 20 years from now. Um, I would say like, I actually, this was kind of like my New Year's resolution actually, which makes no sense, but it was like, my New Year's resolution was like literally to do less um, because I feel like I, even in college, I was like very guilty of this, of like, I was always kind of one of those people who wanted to like do more, do more and do more. And I'm still like that, but I'm really trying to um, really like just be more content with like way things are and like be taking time to relax and taking time to, um, you know, just be more present in the moment instead of like being so forward looking. Um, Anyways, if I was talking to myself in 2040, I guess I would, I would probably give myself similar advice. I would keep encouraging myself to like, just like slow down, enjoy the moment, you know, and not, you know, continue to push yourself, but you know, also like enjoy it. Like everybody works so hard and I'm completely guilty of like not taking time to actually enjoy it. Um, and that would probably be my thoughts for 2040. (laughs) I like that. Take the advice in 2040. You just got to actually do it. You spend your whole life trying to do the one thing. I totally understand that. Um, I probably didn't fulfill my 2015 New Year's resolution. Um, Okay. Anyways, Thank you guys for listening. My name is Lauren Boone, and you heard this great advice from Rachel Mastro, current human capital senior consultant. Um, She gave us some great advice, and I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, and I will see you on the next podcast. Awesome. Bye. Bye.